I'm Ava Hartling. Welcome back to the Brand is Female podcast. This week, I'm speaking with Jackie Leonardini and Casey Crown, co-founders of wellness education company, Wellso Workshops. This season of our podcast is brought to you by TD Bank Group Women in Enterprise. TD helps women in business achieve success and growth through its program of educational workshops, financing, and mentorship. Visit thebrandiesfemale.com slash podcast and follow the link to find out how TD can help you. Are you ready to be inspired and connected? I'm really excited to share that we have officially launched the Brand is Female Conversation Series. Come and join us for a monthly conference that's changing the game in Montreal, Vancouver, and Toronto. Engage with fellow women thought leaders, innovators, and visionaries. Get ready for insightful discussions and powerful networking opportunities presented by TD Women in Enterprise. Don't miss out on this opportunity to elevate your career and your network. Visit our website, go to the events section, and secure your spot today. I can't wait to meet you in person. Through their individual practices, Jackie, an energy healer, and Casey, a transpersonal psychotherapist, identified a need for a holistic and integrative approach that would repair, nurture, and enhance connections in the brain, the body, in our relationships to one another, as well as to the natural and spiritual worlds. While soul participants are able to strengthen these essential connections and give rise to intuitive clarity and the vitality and creativity that we all need to thrive in our personal lives and our careers careers or businesses. As a well solder myself, I can attest to the magic that takes place at every workshop. Simply put, Wellsoul is a wellness education company designed to provide information and tools for connecting you with who you truly are. Jackie and Casey have built a curriculum that draws from the fields of interpersonal neurobiology, integrative and spiritual psychology, and energy medicine. The psychoeducational and experiential workshops are focused on bridging the scientific and spiritual to optimize individual, interpersonal, and communal health. Wellsoul supports participants with identity identifying core wounds, healing trauma, and moving beyond pain to enact meaningful life change. If you've been curious about investing in your own self-development, or you are a female founder whose business is in the field of wellness, this conversation is definitely for you. Casey and Jackie, welcome to The Brand is Female. I'm so happy to be talking with both of you today. Thank you for making time. Thank you for having us. We're so happy to be here with you. Exciting. And this is especially exciting because I've known both of you for a few years now. I have been doing uh, the Well Souls workshops myself for, for a few times. And I think a lot of our listeners have heard me reference Well Soul. In fact, a lot of the guests who have come on this show are also well solers. So I was just having a conversation with Leanne Citrone. Uh, there, there were a few others. So you've come up in conversations on this podcast. So very excited to be uh, going straight to the source uh, for, for this conversation today. So usually how I start these chats is really going back in time. So I want to ask each of you, when you were growing up, what kind of career, what kind of profession did you think you were going to have later in life? And was it at all connected to what you're doing today? Maybe we'll go with Casey first. Oh, shoot. I thought you were going to give it to her first. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm trying to reflect and remember what I wanted to do. I was very curious. So I think I was really just wanting to kind of dip my toes in a little bit of everything and experiment. I don't know that I had a, a very specific trajectory in mind, but 
kind of came to the work organically through my own personal healing journey that I'm, of course, still on because it never ends. Um, But it became very evident very quickly when I started doing this work for myself personally, Um, you know, both the the psychological work and the spiritual work that um, that this was this was the path for me. And Mm -hmm. it felt a lot like a calling, Um, you know, it was Mm -hmm. kind of like, it almost felt like I didn't have a choice. Um, I feel like sometimes when you have that urge that, that, that is pulling you towards something, um, it pulled me in it, it chose me. So I've been now doing this for 20 years. And wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. I love what I do. Jackie. Uh, it was it was fun to hear um, Casey talk about that. I don't, I don't think I've ever asked her that question. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've asked, we've talked about how we got led to the particular, I think, practice that we share with people in our workshops. But you know, as a as a young person, I remember you know my grandfather telling me, "You sh- you can be a doctor or a lawyer." <laughs> Thinking doctor lawyer. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that he was trying to say, because of his generation, right, you know, you can be anything you want to be as a woman. And, you know, I'm 58 years old. So that was in the 1960s, the late 60s, early 70s, from the time that I can remember, four years old, my grandfather saying, whatever you want to do, you can do, and I'm here to help you do it. And... I wanted to be a veterinarian. I wanted to work for Greenpeace. I wanted to be, I think, always just be of some sort of service, right? Mm-hmm. To those or to help give voice to those who don't have a voice, including feeling like I didn't really have, no, even though my grandfather said that to me, the world said something very different mm-hmm. about my voice and if I mattered. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of my, you know, things that I've been working through, through the practice of energy medicine, helping me to know that you know, I have a voice and where does my voice matter? And it can matter and somebody else's voice can matter too. But um, I, I always knew that, that there was something there. So I started out in education and worked with um, young adolescents who, who needed help getting back on track. So, you know, that was really the avenue. Like how can, how, how can I meet someone where they are and then, and then be a guiding guiding force. And, and so that, that really just led me to think, and then I saw Dr. Phil on Oprah. This is so funny. <laughs> and I thought, wow. And, you know, I was a credentialed teacher. I wasn't right. in, in any type of mental health uh, practice mm-hmm. or anything. And I thought, well, gosh, I want to do what he does, but you know, I, I think that's awesome to be a coach and to help, you know, support people. And then it just unfolded from there. Like, you know, all of a sudden I started practicing, you know, I guess now almost 14 years energy medicine. And mm-hmm. it just led me to, I started practicing it for my own well being, And then all of a sudden I woke up and I said, well, I guess I'm kind of that coach now in my work. Wow. I, 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 I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And I read his book. This is so funny. And, and I liked him and I liked you know, all of that. And then all of a sudden I was some version, my own unique version of that. And, you know, so that's how I, I came to this, my own struggle, I guess, as well. And Jackie, for listeners who are less familiar with the term energy medicine, what does that involve? 
I think the practice of energy medicine is about attunement. It's about understanding that we are electromagnetic beings, that we are energy and that everything around us is energy and that we, um, by harmonizing with frequencies of love and light that can help bring us well-being, that we are, we have agency over our energy field through attuning to certain frequencies and and then also being able to recognize where feelings or frequencies of energy are in disharmony when we can notice that be awakened to where we are out of alignment or out of attunement um, with our truth that is an awakening Mm -hmm. that's nothing to be afraid of that we all have those places within us right and so when we practice energy medicine we're saying okay I see that there's dis-ease here, that I'm I'm attuned or I'm focused on things that are creating pain within my body, in my mind. My emotions tell me that. And then relationally and experience, you know, in my experiences as well. So I need to shift my energy over to a place that's more harmonic, that's that feels like if I focus on this energy that's light and love, then it can change. I can then shift everything about myself, including my own health, but also my experiences and my relationships to a harmonic. And so practicing energy medicine is like taking the medicine of love, Mm -hmm. right. To help push away the pain of fear. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my definition of energy medicine. And there's all these protocols and practices that, that tools that help with that practice. Right. And so when Casey and I came together, she also practices energy medicine and she mm-hmm. also understands the integration of energy medicine through her practice of um, her private practice. And I'll let her talk about that because no way do I have an expertise in her field or any, <laughs> you know, I just, I just nod yes and and know that, you know. You, you're pretty aware at this point, <laughs> We've been working together for long enough to where you probably have, you know, our language and our kind of our, our practices have merged in a lot of ways. I think we've learned a lot from each other over the years. A ton. Oh, yeah. So, and yeah. before we get into that, so I do want to talk about, uh, so Casey, you are, you know, have been working in the field of psychology. Were you, before launching Well Soul, uh, were you already focused on trauma healing? Was that something that you were particularly interested in? I was, um, but I also energy medicine is also foundational to my personal healing journey as well. My, Mm -hmm. my first kind of teacher, uh, the first person I really kind of followed was, uh, was a clairvoyant, uh, practitioner of energy medicine. Um, and she, she had a, she had a powerful influence on my early kind of, um, kind of transformation, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and, so, and who's that? Her, oh, her name is Carolyn Mace. <laughs> Miss. Um, so for me, the, the psychological piece, it was always kind of married to the spiritual piece, mm-hmm. right? There was never, um, there was never really a separation there. I mm-hmm. immediately, when I kind of began my journey, um, I, I was doing kind of the more traditional clinical 
interventions, participating in those interventions, but I was studying with spiritual teachers and, and really incorporating. Uh, and that was the part that was the most inspiring, right? It, it's like, to me, I consider myself a transpersonal therapist, right? Mm. It's like beyond the self is what I'm, what I'm doing here in my practice. Um, I think we get very stuck in our human experience mm. and, if we can't um, relate to something greater or bigger, or more expansive, um, if we don't experience, um, you know, any kind of connection to transcendence, it's really hard to get ourselves out of these really difficult situations. Trauma, mm-hmm. when put into the context of the human experience, is a lot more difficult to navigate than if you recognize your trauma as a potential, um, you know, growth opportunity, right? That's really about your evolution and about your, your kind of development as a human being. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, the spiritual psychological approach has always been primary. Mm. Jackie, so tell me about meeting Casey and when did the two of you begin discussing the potential, you know, new business that you, you could uh, start together? You know, it's so funny. Casey and I came together through, she was actually called me for a session and it, I was working with, um, and I think Casey tells the story probably a little better. So jump in at any time, Casey, about how we came together, but I was working in Aspen with a particular client and she had introduced me to a friend of Casey's and I was, I started to work with um, Casey's friend and she's called Casey and said, you know, I think you need to meet this person, Jackie. Um, she said, she's the real deal. <laughs> and so Casey made an appointment with me and, and actually I'll let you tell this part because I think you tell it better how, when we had our first session. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I did a, I signed up for a session with Jackie and we began, um, you know, with the grounding and just kind of tuning in and, um, about two or three minutes into that process, she was like, wait, I just want to clarify that I'm the one doing the healing here, right? Or I'm the doing the reading, right? Because you had could, started actually reading her. I was reading her and she could pick that up. And it was like, I probably felt a bit like interference. I'm not sure, but I was kind of like, can I trust this person to look, <laughs> you know, to, to, to look at my energy and to read my energy? Um, and because, and I will say that, um, I think all of us are always reading energy and reading people, whether we're aware yeah, of it or not. And exactly. I think, I think, you know, there's, there's a degree to which we are, are doing that to protect ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's discernment is really important when you're working with healers. Um, and you know, there's lots of people out there that identify as healers or have gifts or, and Jackie, I don't even know if she identify, we don't really identify as healers. We more identify as, as kind of, um, people who share our, the wisdom that we've acquired from different incredible um, teachers and throughout mm-hmm. our own healing journey. It doesn't, you know, we give people the tools to heal themselves. That's kind of what our, <clears throat> what our approach is really mm-hmm. about and what WellSoul is about, right? It's about empowering, um, empowering people to take their healing into their own hands and, and really mm-hmm. recognize how capable we are 
um, when we use a particular set of tools, mm-hmm. um, how capable we are of integrating our experiences, our traumas, our, you know, and, and evolving and growing and, and all of that. So anyway, our first, our first session together, um, we were kind of giggling about who was doing the reading and, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, 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 I'll back off. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I let her do the reading and she was very sharp and very mm-hmm. clear. Um, you know, she's a very, uh, she's a clean healer, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, you want to make sure that your healers or the people that are doing the heal, you know, are, are offering these services are doing their own personal work that they're, right. that they're clearing themselves, um, you know, mm-hmm. and that they're as neutral as possible when they're mm-hmm. reading mm-hmm. or, or doing any of that kind of work. And I, I could, I could really see that she was, um, she was very intentional and committed mm-hmm. to that process. And, and as a result, she's, she's a very gifted seer um, and she can move energy. So what was the, the, for, and all, all of it true. I can, I can attest as well. What was the conversation around starting well soul? What was, you know, what was the purpose with wanting to create something with the two of you combining your strengths and expertise as opposed to just, you know, working each on, uh, with your own practice and own clients? Um, I want, can, can I just say before we answer that, you know, what Casey's talking about being a clean healer I, and she's, we, we don't identify, you know, the word healing and he, healer means we can all heal ourselves, Right. And that's what, that's what she's speaking to. But I just want to say it's about, practice. So both of us, and I think what, which makes our partnership that we started really work is we are always working the practice, mm-hmm. meaning we're not afraid to dig in. Yeah. And matter of fact, I I want all of my muck out. Mm-hmm. And I want to look at my shadow when I'm showing up and say, Ooh, no, you know, mm-hmm. or, and so I think part of the reason I, to answer your question about why we came together is, is that we are in a process. We, yeah. we are yeah. evolutionary in our process and, and in our practice. And in, when we, you know, when we started to work together, it started as this dynamic where I was the practitioner, right. But in any session, it's always working together. It's mm-hmm. not that I'm ever the expert or I wasn't trying to be the expert in that moment with her. I was mm-hmm. just saying, I'm the new, I'm here in neutrality meeting you. And she was actually kind of trying to heal me, which mm-hmm. her approach with me was, I would, you would want, I would want anyone to approach me that way. Like, mm-hmm. are you meeting me? Are you trying to see me? Are you just trying to tell me what you know? Because I don't want to tell anybody what they know. Neither does Casey. Mm-hmm. We want to say, what do you know? Yeah. What have you experienced? How can this experience help you grow? Mm-hmm. And how can I help you be of service to you and hold a space in which you can see for yourself? Mm-hmm. I can see this in this big, broad spectrum. That's what's meant by being a seer. I And the reason I can see in a broader spectrum than you is because I'm neutral it's not happening to me when it's happening to me. You better believe I'm on the phone with Casey going, <laughs> I have an awareness that I'm in a tunnel and right. that I'm, I'm in my shadow or I'm in pain right now. Mm-hmm. And I, if I'm in pain, 
my angles are going to close in. I'm not going to have a big, broad angle. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to someone that I know is going to say in a loving, compassionate way, how do you want to look at this? Mm-hmm. Are you seeing it? May this be you know, something that may be happening right now, or may this be telling you something about you that you need to know so that you can expand yourself and then approach something in a way that's actually going to create um, an awareness and then an opportunity to grow and to expand and, and maybe heal, right? Maybe not. Maybe it's going to, it's, it's always going to heal you, but it's maybe going to take you in a direction that you wouldn't imagine. But, Mm -hmm. and I think because we work together in this, you know, I just started out as the practitioner that she came to, but as we work together more and more in our, in the practice of energy medicine, it's not, my pra- we were laughing about this the other day it's like i say my practice but i didn't mm-hmm. invent energy medicine right, right. I'm just practicing it you so, have a practice yeah yeah i have an a practice but it's mine because i i have internalized it i am integrating the practice mm-hmm. in yeah. my mm-hmm. every thought every word every action i'm making it mine and i suggest i would love that if everybody could make it theirs because it's universal right yeah. Right. When we did come together, we knew, even though I, I continued to work with her, um, I continued to, you know, have her as my healer to begin mm-hmm. with for mm-hmm. a couple of years. But when we had that first session, we both had a pretty clear intuitive hit that we would mm-hmm. work together at some point. Right. Um, we just didn't know when. And I actually... I had not had my third daughter at that point. And so we didn't actually start well soul. I think we really began incubating it when I was pregnant with, with Sophie, with my third. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we, we took our time incubating and playing with it and, and exploring kind of how our two backgrounds would really kind of come together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really wanted to offer we knew that what we wanted to offer was like the most holistic possible kind of um, curriculum, Mm -hmm. right. That was very much mind, body, energy, right. Relationship. And so we have this really kind of, I think um, at least our flagship curriculum that we've created, we've now created another curriculum, a second curriculum. Um, But the, the original curriculum is really, um, it, it's like it, we really look at the impact of our experiences, whether they're traumatic or not, mm-hmm. in shaping every aspect of our being and our lives, right? And influencing. Um, and so we're looking at that from the neurobiological perspective. We're looking at that from the psychological perspective, the relational perspective. How is that impacting our relationships from the spiritual perspective, right? How has this potentially kind of like cut me off from trust, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. brought me into a state of dis-ease that includes doubt and fear and scarcity and all Mm -hmm. of the things that we grapple with when we're in our shadow, right? And, and, And then also looking at how energy is really the through line, right, that connects all aspects of our being, right? Mm-hmm. And and so there's a way in which we really weave the we weave energy medicine into every aspect of what we're teaching, facilitating, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, everything that's going on with the nervous system starts with energy, right? Everything that's going on in terms of our experiences starts mm-hmm. with energy. So we're able to weave that piece in and then you give people tools, right? Whether they're writing exercises, meditation based, um, you know, working directly with running energy, which is, which is the practice that Jackie really introduces. Um, it's, each of these tools is a way of ultimately shifting the energy. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and bringing us into more alignment, more attunement, coherence, integrity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And were you aware that there was a need for this? Because, you know, there's not, I've never encountered something like well soul, right? And there, there's other workshops, there's other practices, but had you observed that this is something that maybe your clients in each of your own practice or just people around you would benefit from? Yeah. And I think we both felt like it was pr- pr- probably what was lacking in our personal journeys was like, yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're not one-stop shopping. Like we don't do everything. It's three days, right? <laughs> There's all sorts of other things we'd love to incorporate into our, like, we'd love to do incorporate everything, you know, like gut health and yoga and all these yeah, other yeah, things yeah. that we also yeah. practice, right? Yeah, we, we have, yeah. we have lots of other tools that we yeah. lean into that we don't facilitate or teach at Walsall. But mm-hmm. I will say, I think by and large, you know, at least in my experience, mm-hmm. there's, the spiritual kind of growth and healing body of work and spiritual teachings. And there's wonderful literature and incredible, you know, teachers and healers out there sharing that work. And then there's this very kind of clinical, mm-hmm. um, yes. you know, yeah. neurobiological, you know, scientific approach. And these, these worlds need to be integrated, Absolutely. you know, and I think in a lot of ways they're, they're over the course of at least the last decade, they've become more and more integrated. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. know, we, we feel like, you know, there's a certain degree of awareness we need to have mm-hmm. of the entire landscape in mm-hmm. order to, to really venture onto the healing journey and properly integrate. Otherwise it fragments us. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to feel that kind of holistic, really, truly integrative healing when, you know, you've got your spiritual teacher over here and you've got Mm -hmm. your, you know, trauma information over here. And like, we wanted to really just bring it all together and show people how effortlessly and, um, you know, that all of this stuff works in harmony. Yeah, exactly. So she would send a client to me and Mm -hmm. I would really send clients to her because her practice was already closed. <laughs> I would, I now still, cause she's, you know, not she's closed, full, full, not closed. Full. <laughs> yes. Full. Um, and so I, now I have to say, will you please talk to oh, this person, um, <laughs> me and she will always, of course. Um, but in, and in, in that we recognize the, the real, we had experience before we mm. did well sold, because we were, we were sharing, you know, we were sharing clients, not to mention we were, we were helping each other. So we mm. were combining it within, I have to tell you a funny story. When we started well, so, I mean, it's been a journey, just like your other person that you interviewed said, you know, it was, it's a real growth process and we've had our, our growth and, and <laughs> so, Casey, <laughs> yeah. so Casey, um, 
has continued to do sessions with me and I do sessions with her. We, mm-hmm. we haven't stopped that it because it it's amazing. We're so blessed that we get to, to have this relationship that we have. But so in the beginning, when we first started well Salon, we're kind of going back, you know, the creative process a little, is a little tough and it's mm-hmm. iterative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would kind of, but no, it's this way, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's her session. And she says to me, I've got this issue and I really, I don't know what to do about it. And the person that I w- would want to talk about it the most with is you. And I said, so why don't you tell me? <laughs> well, because you're my issue. Because the issue's with you. <laughs> you're the issue. Yeah, no, we laugh about it because we do. Like we we do have to, when you're business partners for mm-hmm. now six years, five years since we launched Valsol, but we were, mm-hmm. we've been working together now for, for six years, you're going to hit a lot of... um opportunities for really kind of <laughs> yeah for for expansion for um and that's well getting so talk a- for obstacles and yes yeah things we, that we don't did. go and, the right and, way know, and <laughs> we found also that like so many of the issues and this is why linguistics is something that I talk about in the workshop and why mm-hmm. language is so important that so many of the issues that we have encountered over the course of our relationship and our business partnership have been um issues of of language of mm-hmm. of really kind of and sometimes we were even we were arguing <laughs> and actually saying the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it really it took us a long time to really kind of sync up our language. And right. and but there were t- there was time there was a time where we would get triggered by the language the other person was using, not really mm-hmm. realizing how we were using it. So I think that part of what we do at WellSoul is we try to really define as clearly as possible all the language that we're going to yeah. be using, because yes. especially in the healing space, mm-hmm. it's like there's so much language, yeah. right? And people have different interpretations of what, you know, like the word spiritual is so loaded. The word consciousness is so loaded. Language right? conveys language so much. Conveys so much. And you have no idea what someone's personal context of that language is. And so yeah. we try to kind of, that's a big part of how we start our workshops is let's get, let's, let's level the playing field here and yeah. all get on the same page. So here's what we um, mean by. Yeah. ABC. And then help people listen to the energy behind the language more mm-hmm. so than the words because intentionality is mm-hmm. is that force of of tone right yeah. so you know the word i'm using is triggering you what's ask me like what are you trying to say or mm-hmm. you know what's your intention behind what you're saying mm-hmm. help me to dial in on your same channel because mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. not on the same channel right and and so what we really want to get to is a neutral channel like can mm-hmm. i be in and what we I mean by neutral is trusting that there is well intention mm-hmm. process in front of me that can create growth and that I can get through it if I can have compassion and I can be grounded and present. That's neutrality. It's not mm-hmm. complacency. It's not you know. It's trust. Mm-hmm. And so when she said that to me, you know, the person that I need to talk to you about is you, and and I said, okay, well, let me get neutral. Right. And, and I dug into neutrality and ran neutrality. And then she began to tell me a lot of stuff. <laughs> Good thing you were neutral. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wonder how quickly I threw her out of neutral. <laughs> I can remember exactly where I was sitting. 
Um, I was in Aspen at, and I, I know exactly where I was sitting at the time. I was sitting on the floor in the guest bedroom of one of my clients house doing this healing. And I thought, well, okay, here's a, here's a big thing. And I, and I, and you know what, I got neutral and we did the session mm-hmm. and we cleared it. And I think, yeah. you know, you can't walk around in your life with everybody and say, I got to talk to you about you. Can you get neutral enough to talk to me <laughs> as I'm about to tell you how you're bugging me or whatever, or whatever's going on. And, and wouldn't it be great if we could, because the, I think the reason why Casey and I I mean, for me, working with her is a dream. Like we, I don't, any little thing, I don't ever worry about it because I know that we're going to, we, because we share in our intention and that there's, because we truly have deep love for one another, we always make it back Mm. to our center. And, and that's what I think we're trying to demonstrate not only for our own growth and well-being as individuals, but also that's what I think well soul we're trying to demonstrate. And when you said earlier, well soulers, like I love hearing that because it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with her. It has to do with this community of Mm -hmm. intention to grow, expand and have the courage and the strength to say, you know, I'm on a journey and I'm evolving and I understand what forgiveness means. Mm -hmm. And it means that, and compassion. And I'm going to do my best to follow those principles or those vibrations. And that's where our community is growing from. I really mm. think what it means to be a well solar. I'm sure Casey has her own spin on that as well, but it's not like, Oh, Casey and Jackie are center stage and they're the well solars. It's not, yeah. we don't, Casey will say this too. We're a no, like no guru. Yeah. No. Uh, so I don't want that responsibility, <laughs> you know, like that's a lot of responsibility to be the like person on a pedestal or the person that has the, you know, it has special access to the information. It's like, we are, we feel we are well solars too, you know, yeah. we're students of this process and it's right. continuing to evolve. I mean, which is why we created our second curriculum, mm-hmm. which is on judgment, right? And really the whole reason that this this topic emerged organically, because what we were discovering is that it is it is um, you know, judgment is like really the opposite of neutrality, right? Mm-hmm. And it is what keeps the Judgment keeps us in suffering, yeah. right? Enslaved to our suffering. And so it's, it just kind of organically emerged through working with clients and through our own personal journeys. And where do I keep getting stuck? Oh, mm-hmm. in judgment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Buying into the illusion that this is bad or wrong, or that they are bad or wrong, or that what they're doing is bad or wrong, right? And, and I'm, and I'm bad and I'm wrong. And I'm bad and I'm wrong, right? It's just, there's just so much judgment that we're all grappling with, right? It's obviously everywhere, right? In our political landscape and our, you know, it's everywhere. So mm-hmm. the the topic kind of organically emerged and we had our first judgment workshop this spring. Um, but this is where I'm kind of wanting to speak to the fact that Wellsville is this dynamic living, breathing organism, right? Because we were we were experimenting and we experimented with our alumni. Um, And we're going to do another one in the spring Mm -hmm. this year also for alumni. um, And hopefully eventually we'll, we'll bring it to non-alumni and make it its own unique workshop, but we're Mm -hmm. still workshopping it a little bit. Um, 
and learning. Well, and that's a, what's fun. It's like we yeah. don't have to have it all figured out before we start. But I think our our participants, all the well solars, especially yeah. alumni, trust yeah. that we're not gonna show up unprepared. We're not yeah, gonna like course. we have we have a we are prepared um and we are present and we are gonna extract as much healing from this weekend as we possibly can, but we're also relying on our alumni to help us continue to evolve the programming. Mm-hmm. And you're both very humble about your work. In fact, you know, you've been running well so for, you said five years now. Um, and you know, you're coming on the podcast now to talk about it. Um, there's not a big presence for wealth on social media either. It's not something that you're advertising or promoting. How, how has the community been growing all these years? How do, how do you attract new well solars? Um, I mean, word of mouth is probably the biggest, um, part of how we've grown well soul. We're so grateful to our community because people are having a hope. I mean, it's, they must be having a positive experience um, because it, you know, it's like then they're friends and they're they family, spread the word. And, you know, yeah. and they spread the word and that's been really incredible. And I think um, we also, we conduct these monthly gatherings for alumni mm-hmm. um, and, you know, like once you're in the well soul community, there's more kind of like, there's a little bit more action happening. Mm -hmm. Um, We just aren't as like outward facing, I guess, public facing. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do these monthly gatherings called Rose Gatherings. And so we keep our alumni connected through that and our alumni continue to get support from our community. And um, at, at, at the Rose Gathering, we do a group process and a group healing. And it's just like, it's an opportunity for people to keep returning to the tools, keep returning to the community for, for support. And I think because we really care, we would rather work with fewer people mm-hmm. and have a bigger impact than try to reach, a, a you know, again, like maybe that will change and we'll mm-hmm. want to, you know, start having larger workshops, but our workshops are about 40 people and yeah. we have them three or four times a year. And then we get to really, really zero in on working with those people mm-hmm. um, and having, you know, monthly gatherings keeps everybody connected. And then, you know, occasionally people come back for a second workshop. Um, and you, you are one of them. Or a third or a fourth. Or a third. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we, and that's also really cool because then you get to kind of measure and not like measure, but you know what I mean? You're able to reflect on okay. how much you've grown. Exactly. You know, you can be like, oh that's gosh, the, best like part. the things I was dealing with last time I was here yep. um, are so different. So I have so many more tools. This season of The Brand is Female is made possible with the support of TD Women in Enterprise. And they're about confidently building you. As a woman entrepreneur myself, I know I need all the support I can get. It takes sound advice plus guidance to the right connections, tools, and resources. What's great about TD Services for Women in Business is their collaborative approach. TD can facilitate and connect you to workshops, coaching, and mentorship, and engage other like-minded business leaders in an authentic way so we can share experiences and learn from each other. TD Women in Enterprise has banking specialists who are able to be proactive in the advice and guidance they give to women in business. And I, you know, something that comes up a lot in conversations here, I interview a lot of female founders and everyone talks about when they first 
you know, build their business, especially the first few years of becoming an entrepreneur or launching a new business, even if you've, you know, had a company before, um, you go through, it's like this personal growth that's happening in parallel in tandem with your professional growth and all this stuff comes out. And somebody was on the podcast recently saying, you know, I was asking for her, her advice to other female founders. And she said, make sure you have a good therapist and make sure you're doing the work because it's going to come up. And then anyone who has a business partner talks about, you know, entire other layer of growth that happens through that, uh, that partnership. And it's not just business, it's personal. So it seems like you're, you're, well, so you're really kind of giving us this platform, you know, it's almost, it's something that everyone should have access to. Like, I wish, I always said, I wish we learned that in school, right? Earlier in our, in our lives. Do you feel like people are realizing now the need to do that kind of growth, the need to turn inward, to have tools for, you know, healing and, and just being on that journey of, of figuring out who we are and being a, a better human, if I, if I can put it in those words is, and, and we're hearing too, I think every therapist now has a waiting list, right? The right few, the, the last few years have been really difficult for, uh, for a lot of us. And, um, the, you know, the silver lining I see is that there's more conversations now. There's more openness to wanting to talk about mental health, to wanting to, uh, address how we can just, you know, feel better as humans in general. So are we, are you seeing that shift? I mean, um, I, Casey's more in the, um, I would say the, in quote, mental health side of things more so than I am, but I'm working 12, 13 hour days in my private practice with and bananas. She works way too much. <laughs> well, she keeps it in balance. You're doing a good job. With the balance. <laughs> well, helping many people in one yes, day. For sure. Yeah, she does. And I have, you know, weekly repeat clients, mm -hmm. the, the cadence depends on the person and where they are in their evolutionary journey. Mm -hmm. um, so I can only speak to that. There's a lot of pain in the world right now. And it's, it's, it's here. To, we're, we're being shaken up. Obviously mm -hmm. when you're shaken, then all the bugs come out and all those bugs are floating around. And, you know, I remember my early, um, one of my early mentors said, you know, shadow frequency is like fleas. It likes to jump from one person to the mm. next. If you have a, if you have a, a, the same pain, a similar wavelength of energy that you're working through, it can stick. And so there's a lot of sticky energy mm. right now and, and it's for a purpose. So every, you know, people say everything happens for you rather than to you. Well, Sometimes things do happen to you, okay? And when they happen to you, you have a choice to transmute it into something that's mm -hmm. happened for you. And, and so what we try to help people with are those tools to take those moments that are maybe not necessarily a part of your soul's plan for you to experience, but it's the fleas grabbing or poking, mm -hmm. right? Or stinging that you can say, okay, I've just, you know, I've just been stung and that hurts. And it's found something in me that's hurting already. Mm. And I'm not going to let the poison in. I have a tool that can say, yes, this happened, but it's not going, it's going to be, I'm going to turn it and transmute it by attuning to light into this experience of growth. And that's having agency over one's 
energy field completely. And when we have, when the energy gets us and the poison gets in and it begins to bend our mind or our body, then that's the piece that we really need to go into and get and seek Mm -hmm. someone who has, you know, knowledge of how to address your, your mental dis-ease or your physical dis-ease from a three-dimensional physical perspective, as well as the energy perspective. So the Mm -hmm. energy is going to be the core. And once the energy is in dis-ease, and if it stays there and it has a force and a magnitude to where it bends your cellular structure, it bends the Mm -hmm. mind, it bends the nervous system, it bends the physical body, Mm -hmm. we have to meet it in the same force Mm -hmm. to help bend it back. So you have to know the core and the root that's the energy medicine piece. And then you have to go and seek alchemy in the physical form in order to help bend it back. And I think you should speak to the, what you're noticing. Yeah. I mean, listen, like, like Jackie said, there's a lot of pain in the world um, and everybody wants somebody to help them navigate it. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I don't take for granted for a second that I have Jackie and that I can that we can work our process together every week, sometimes every day, (laughs) to be quite honest. Um, You know, it's like, there's, there's nothing better than having somebody that you trust to be neutral enough to hold you accountable, to push Mm -hmm. back, to tell you where you're getting in your own way. And those are really valuable, valuable relationships. Um, I wish there was more peer support. I want more people Mm. to be getting the tools because you don't need a therapist to do that work. And I have a bunch of girlfriends who are practicing their tools and doing their work. And so I have been able to cultivate a community of people that are able to help me keep my vibration at a certain at a, mm-hmm. at a certain place, right? And when I'm around people whose vibration is lower, like I feel it and I mm-hmm. feel that that disease and I feel myself digress and slip yeah. into places that aren't in alignment for me. And so part of this work is about finding a community of people who mm-hmm. help you keep your vibration high, that mm-hmm. help you kind of stay, keep you on your toes and and stay in alignment and stay in integrity. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a therapist, but I think we have to be super intentional about seeking yeah. out relationships where we're going to yes. have that mutual regard and support. Um, I don't even really, I, 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 it's hard for me to even identify as a psychotherapist anymore, quite frankly. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't see as many people weekly. I have a few mm-hmm. clients that I see weekly, but I have a lot of clients. So the way that I've shifted my practice is into a more of a consulting mm-hmm. capacity where I see people once a month, sometimes once a quarter. Mm-hmm. And I, and we are kind of like doing a deep dive. I'm reading, <clears throat> reading the energy. I'm also listening for like what needs to be, wh- where the interventions need to take place, what's happening. Um, what kind of support does this person need? And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm able to offer some of that support. Other times I say, here's what I recommend. Um, a lot of my clients that were in my private practice for many years have moved to once a month and they, they're fine because they have done exactly what I've done for myself. They've cultivated Mm -hmm. the community. They're using the tools. tools. I am not the only, the only source of support for them. Right. And we have to cultivate diverse support systems. Yeah. Um, through, you know, and, and I think that, that, um, that's why it seems to be working. And, and when my clients are like, Hey, I'm, I'm in, a, I'm, I'm in a crisis. I'm having a really hard time. I think I need a little bit more of your 
presence in my, you know, life, then we'll step it up temporarily to get Mm -hmm. them through something. But what I don't want to do is create a system where Mm -hmm. clients are dependent upon me and they're sitting around waiting for their next session in order to make a decision or to, right? Like that's when you know the relationship is actually creating dis-ease. And and it's like, it's become too dependent. And Mm -hmm. what we want is we want to launch people. I mean, again, I actually feel differently about the energy medicine. I think the energy medicine... Mm -hmm. We want more consistently, right? Like I have to have my energy cleared every week. You know, mm-hmm. Jackie does a, a healing on me every week where we're not, we're not really talking about all the stuff. Like we're just going right to do the energy work. It's like a shower. It's like, a it's really- like a shower. It's like hygiene. Exactly. And I feel that way too about psychotherapy, but I don't think it has to happen in the psychotherapeutic context. It can, right. like I said, it can happen in, in any context, as long well, as you have somebody that can meet you in the conversation. And I think that's something great about wealth, because I was going to ask the question, you know, what can someone expect after have going through wealth or first wealth? Um, well, you tell but, us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think one of the best parts is really learning to tune it. And that's why it's so I've, you know, I've gone back to do, to do a few more Wellsoul workshops since my first one. And every time you, it's, it's, it's also you've leveled up and then you learn something new, but in between you've practiced with those tools and understood a lot more. And then you get to apply your tools in the real world, which is the best part. And when you're talking about that, even just being able to read people's energy, I mean, it's something that, you know, we can talk about just our intuition, our gut, our gut feeling. And some people are more attuned to that naturally. Um, some people have to work at it a little bit harder, but once we're able, and that's probably the best gift of Wellsoul is being able to read situations and just listen to that voice or that reaction inside of us. And then it can have to do with situations, people, places, um, and then you become kind of really skilled with, with using those tools and making decisions that make you feel better. Yeah. And you're speaking to the practice piece, which is, and, and coming back to multiple well souls just is like a way of checking in on your practice and yeah. where you're at in the practice. Um, mm-hmm. but it's a, pra- the, the, we can't emphasize enough. Like you're not going to come to a well soul workshop and have like, walk out like, okay, like <clears throat> I'm healed, I'm ready dead. to move on with my life. <laughs> um, you're going to walk out process. of the Wessel workshop and have have a lot of awareness, insights, yeah. tools. Yeah. And then it's up to you to actually apply them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's also one of the reasons why I, I steer away from psychotherapy and, and would rather see people less frequently is because mm-hmm. I want them out there using their tools. Like, right. you know, um, if you aren't using your tools, then we're not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, I find the probably when you get to sharpen your tools the most is when you're going through something that's a little bit more difficult, right? right? And then that's when the Often. tools come in really handy. And then you're able to uh, kind of, I don't know, become, become even more skilled or work deeper with them. For sure. I mean, I think part of remembering that we're evolutionary beings, right? And that we're going to meet something in a pattern over and over again to help us to grow. That's karma. Karma Mm -hmm. is, I think we define karma. We have our own spin on karma, Um, (laughs) but it's just opportunity for growth. It's not good Mm -hmm. or bad. It's not right or wrong. It's not meant to destroy you. It's meant for you to get an opportunity just to make a new choice. 
to meet something again, where maybe you bought into the lie that, you know, you should be in fear or you should be angry or, you know, you're in a victim's cycle and have a choice to say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go there again. I'm going to evolve. I'm going to forgive. Forgiveness is saying that I will not, I will not speak, think, or act from whatever pain is coming at me or that's being ignited within me. Mm-hmm. But I'm, again, goes back to that transmutation. And I think when we share that at well soul, we're saying, and this is so if you can create a stillness between the trigger and your response in that stillness is where you want to use your tools and then integrate mm-hmm. the tool, the light, and then respond from, from there. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, then we're never betraying ourselves. So much of the pain that we have is when we, when we respond from our pain, now that's a betrayal because at the core we're love. Mm-hmm. So we have, we hold so much self betrayal within our heart that it creates this disconnect. And so you hear so many people talk about, you know, I don't love myself or I don't know how to mm-hmm. love myself. And And Casey and I say, well, we know how to show you how to love yourself. It's by figuring out who you want to be, where's your light Mm -hmm. and then honoring that. And then, you know, take it a step further, having gratitude for when you do honor your light Mm -hmm. being, you know, saying to yourself, wow, you really showed up in your light. Mm -hmm. I'm really grateful to me. That's how we begin to experience our own worth because mm-hmm. our worth is when we when we attune to love and like that's our worth and it is the currency it's the universal currency of creation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so the more you can notice that you're showing up in your light and filling your own cup that's self love and when you can get there then when something kind of knocks you down you're going to get back up because even if you get knocked for a second you're going to be able to forgive yourself Oh right. shoot, I really showed up in a in a way that's not true to me. I let mm-hmm. that pain run my show. We always say you want, you don't want to let the shadow run your show. Right. Shadows running your show, you need to create a new narrative and get back over to your divine truth and and work from there. Mm-hmm. And in that you're always going to be in forgiveness and in that you're always going to be showing up in a way that's not only helpful to you but to everyone and if someone doesn't respond to you then and you're in your light and you're you're in a place of honor and grace that's not your that's not your problem mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with you and that and so that little process is i think i'm most proud of what casey and i do is is just that mm-hmm. is that we 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 really focus on the integration of the tools like that's super important so you know there's a part in our workshop where i always laugh because casey has and you've experienced her work she'll light up all the muck in someone like in a really great way of asking questions and her natural curiosity will bring that out right Mm -hmm. and then and then it comes all to the surface and then we do the energy part to clear it all away. But you got to you got to feel it to reveal it to heal it is what we always say. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to get you to feel it. And then and 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 I do too in my own way, but but the process at Well Soul is is that there are conversations and there are things that we help bring to you bring this pain to the surface 
in which it feels okay. It's safe. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel super scary. It's about creating that container so that you can look at your shadow and know that you're not going to drown in it. Right. It's not going to take you away. You're going to be, it's okay. It's safe. And, and so mm-hmm. I think that's the brilliance of Casey's work, but also of what I'm most proud of that we've created at Walsall. You brought up that, you know, that you're one of the things that you said was one of the best things about Wellsoul in your, in your experiences is just how kind of connected you become to your own intuition, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you, we, you know, our job is to help clear out all the kind of energetic psychological debris that's in the way of you hearing your own soul voice, right? We call it the soul call it whatever you want. And so when we're talking about self-love too, we're talking about having the courage to listen to that voice, even yes. if listening to that voice means make, being uncomfortable. It means yeah. disappointing someone. It means, right? So we're not as invested in people's comfort as we are in their yeah. growth. Um, <laughs> we are certainly we are certainly protective of our community and want mm-hmm. to keep people, like Jackie said, in within a safe container to navigate and explore that uncomfortable material. Um, but we are not concerned with discomfort. Like right. we are here to light. And, we, and when she says Casey will light you up, that's not, it's not like, yay. <laughs> it's not, it's not that kind of light up. It's no, like, it's... I'm lighting up all your pain, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, all the mucks so coming up. I like yeah. that. Like when I someone, like, when I get lit up, I'm like, oh, thanks for showing me. And, and maybe it's a little bit of an act. For me, but it's like, okay, oh man, I'm super lit up. I need to go, oh, great. Thank you. Now I can see where this shadow was lurking within me. Mm-hmm. It's now brought to the surface because before when I didn't know it was there, mm-hmm. it's influencing all kinds of things in my life that I'm unaware of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The moment a zinger comes. It unlocks. It, it, it unlocks everything. And then I can get rid of it because you know what? I got to get to it before it gets to me. Because I will tell you, if you're holding it, you can deny it and shove it all you want. It has a vibration of its own and that vibration creates something. Mm -hmm. And so it is going to manifest or I don't like the word manifest too much. I like better the word materialize. It's going to materialize in your life in some way. Again and and again. The practice that we're doing is saying, Let's go get it before it gets you. Mm-hmm. Let's go in. Let's dig it out. It's okay. No one's judging you. Don't judge yourself. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. We all got it. Let's get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And so when Miss Curious Casey goes in there and asks the question that digs out the pain, it's like it can feel like a splinter coming out, but mm-hmm. that's okay. She said to me one day, I was saying, so I mean, maybe I was crying or victim. I don't know what I was doing, but she said, <laughs> You got to get comfortable with the discomfort. Uh-huh. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. I don't, I'm sure I heard that from someone else, but. Doesn't matter. I heard um, it from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will say like the great thing about our job and what, what keeps us on our toes too, like there's no better career than your job is to just tell people what you fucking see, excuse my Mm -hmm. language, right. To tell them the truth. Mm -hmm. Right. And so part of, you know, oftentimes in a session, I'll have a client who's saying one thing, but I'm also reading their energy, which is communicating something else. And so my job is to say, nope, mm -mm, 
what you are saying is not true. I'm laughing. <laughs> what because you are I've saying had, is a lie. <laughs> I've had the personal experience of yeah. being called out. So that's, by yeah, I get to go. Times. <laughs> yeah. And people pay us to do that. We're like, sure, we'll tell you what we see, you know, and, and I'm making light of it now. Yeah. I, I do hold my clients in the, in the utmost regard when I'm, mm-hmm. when I'm showing them those things, but I can't, we can be tough a little mm-hmm. bit when we are, because we don't want to indulge the shadow. We don't want to indulge the lie. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, exactly. We have all for our own survival figured out how to lie to ourselves. Yeah. And how yeah. to right to even gaslight ourselves. And so our job is when we're cultivating intuition and we're we're working towards alignment and integrity and coherence, which is really about listening to your intuition, following mm-hmm. it and and living in alignment with your personal truth or whatever that knowing is that's emerging mm-hmm. within you right it's like as we're working with clients right to help them cultivate that we're going to identify all the areas where they've they've created an illusion mm-hmm. to to keep mm-hmm. themselves safe mm-hmm. and and a big part of well soul is about kind of blasting through the illusion mm-hmm. what yeah. are tools that you wish every human, you know, could have, and maybe for someone who's not going to get to do well, soul right, or hasn't done well. So what's a, what's a practice, what's a tool that, you know, would be handy. Maybe it's just learning to connect with our intuition, but what, what are those favorite tools that you keep on your list at the ready? Um, presence, practicing presence, grounding, um, getting present and then running energy. And, and, and so when you tune into energy, divine energy. So not just energy, the universe is full of many different frequencies of energy, wavelengths of energy, and they're cursing through us and all around us at all times. There's no escaping it. Um, so where I tune my chakra system or my, my energy, my focus, and where I attend to that focus by running divine frequencies of energy, love, truth, compassion, you know, calling it by name and then inviting it in, like you're weaving these wavelengths and then you're integrating them into your energy centers. Um, Even if you do that for five minutes, one minute, it's an active form of meditation um, that builds a relationship with divine, the divine universe. Mm-hmm. Um, in that everything opens up mm-hmm. and that's, that's where I start. And that's how I start my day. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I did not invent it. <laughs> it's not I have to use it <laughs> because I integrate it. I think, you know, I, I've integrated that practice so strongly into my being that it is mine because I am part of it. Yeah. And I would, my hope for everyone is that they could make it theirs as well, because it is at our core. I know for sure that we are divine, ethereal, eternal beings. I know that now you may disagree with me and that's okay with me, mm-hmm. but I really, it doesn't, I don't think that I'm right. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. practice it. It is, I'm in my certainty. And so in certainty, what that means to me is that, I know that I'm integrity to who I am in my authentic truth. And mm-hmm. I'm living my life through this compass of what I just explained. Mm-hmm. And I am certain in it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to impose it upon anyone. 
but mm-hmm. I'm not going to waver from my center no matter what. And I think practicing presence helps people find their own certainty. Right. And, and if we could all find our own voice and have agency and sovereignty, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll double down on that because you know, even at the beginning of a session with clients, I, we have to ground mm-hmm. and call our energy back from wherever it is. Our energy is constantly fragmented by all the things that we are focused on throughout the day, distracted yeah. by, um, by our pain, by our history, by what we're worried about in the future. So I think calling our energy into present time and really getting grounded and connecting kind of to the, to the light force, the light source, um, is, vital to just to entering into the process, right? Mm -hmm. We can't really, we can't really start from a place of fragmentation. We got to bring everything in and then we'll be able to see it more clearly. Um, And then the other piece is intention, you know, is really like, is I think intention, you know, even if you're having like a relational conflict, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like when you're coming together to have a conversation, get grounded, call your energy back. Right. And, and then set an intention together. Like, here's my intention in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it, setting an intention kind of like course corrects the energy. Right. Mm-hmm. It helps you move mm-hmm. in a particular direction. And we're very, um, you know, we fail often to introduce an intention to a project that we're creating, exactly. to a relationship that we're working through, yep. right? And so I think really contemplating, what is my intention here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is my intention harmony? Is my intention growth? Is my intention mutual regard? Is my intention creativity? Like, what's the intention? And then once you have that, your energy is going to naturally start to move in that direction. And you're, because you've said out loud or to yourself or what have you, this, this intention, it's like when you veer from it, you're going to feel that internally. That's when Mm -hmm. you're going to go, Oh, like I can Mm -hmm. actually feel intuitively that I am off course. Mm -hmm. And so it is a, it's a way of bringing yourself back into alignment is having that as kind of your compass and your guiding force. But we have lots of tools and lots of ways of introducing the tools and practices for the tools. So come to a well-soul workshop. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Conclusion. (laughs) Yeah. And we also offer, we do offer scholarships and, you know, we really Mm -hmm. want to, we want people to have access to the work. If, if we're, if we're the right people for one stop along your journey, um, we're, we're not for everybody and that's okay. Well, and those are those who are uh, who are seeking something like this will will find it. What's the Rumi quote that you like to open muscle with? Oh, something uh, about what, seeking. <laughs> what you're seeking is seeking you. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> I love that quote. Um, I do too. I think again, discernment, right, and and mm-hmm. being on it to. In, in our estimation, it's like we're tapping into wavelengths of energy that are frequencies and we want to meet people where they are in their own journey. So very mm. neutral frequencies um, and trying to use language. Both of us really tap in and are, we're always saying, what do we need to know? Um, that's for the highest and best good of all concerned, including ourselves. 
and which then takes away that, you know, that level of where's the difference between us. It helps us to find where the, there is a a frequency that we can all meet in, right? Mm -hmm. Highest and best good for all, including ourselves, meaning where can we meet that is in our, our evolutionary process that, that we can find the most growth in. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really the, I think the core of our prayer when mm-hmm. we step in. And so in any session that I do with an individual or that Casey does with someone, or when we are together in Wellsoul or any of our, we have, we do small groups too. We have a couple small groups that we do with people. If we always put that prayer forward, whatever comes, comes up is going to meet that prayer, that ask. Mm -hmm. And so it's never, it's never, we trust that Mm -hmm. we get out of the way and we let whatever comes up, come up. Mm -hmm. We have a framework. Yeah. But and it's, but we it, don't want to control the pro- we don't want to control the material. There's the, the process. somebody yeah. was referring to the alchemy of a group, right? On mm-hmm. a on a on a Wessel call recently, and and there there seems to be that specific energy coming in and kind of giving a certain direction to to a group, you know, during Wessel or during one of the calls that that you have with Wesselers. And um, that certain energy is what we are calling divine energy, mm, right? Mm, because mm. we invite it in together as a group, because we're yeah. all saying, right, we want to bring in the highest frequency of energy available to us with the intention to create a healing for this group, mm. because we're all channels, you know, every single one of us. And so if we can bring in that more expansive energy, like the the alchemy, the magic, the the creativity that emerges from inviting that energy into the space is is powerful, right? Mm-hmm. That's why Jackie and I do not start a session without calling in divine energy mm-hmm. and bringing in the light because it's like we're just we're channels for that, yeah. right? And yeah. and so are our clients, and we just want everybody to be channeling that mm-hmm. energy. <clears throat> right. I would never do a session or even step into a well soul without tapping into that that energy and asking it to come in and work with me and to speak with through me or in co-creation with me. But I have to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. And 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 so and and Casey does has the same process. We get out of the way and Listen, we live in a world in which you have to be organized and planned. And and th- this is more Casey's thing than think. <laughs> <laughs> because I'd have us all, you know, oh, what time is it? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I guess you haven't eaten in seven hours. I guess <laughs> break for lunch. You know, I'm, but so, so you know, our, our workshops are, and you know, they're very well put together and organized. And we have a PowerPoint and we have all this stuff, but that's because that's us setting the intention. This mm-hmm. is the creating the container. Yeah. Creating the container. And then we say, and now divine spirit, show us the way with messages that we will understand. Mm-hmm. And this is, I'm saying this prayer again because you know, this is another great tool. Just say, you know, attuning to this divine light and universe, however you want to put it. I say though, you want to call it divine because that language, the frequency of the word. We live in a universe that is in that is created through harmony, harmonics, right? Mm-hmm. It's disease and disharmony. That's chaos and conflict. It's in harmony. So you want to tune to that. 
and then invite it in and then watch it unfold. That's the mystery and the magic. And it's so cool and so exciting when it happens that even if you're sitting there talking about the worst, like the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life, if you're inviting that divine energy in, you're going to find a lightness around it and you're going to find beauty in it and a miracle in the making, even in the worst thing. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here talking to you from my dad's office. The worst thing that ever happened to me was my dad dying. Mm. And it's also the best thing that ever happened to me because I had this practice. There's no way I would have been, I may still be in bed 10 years later after, you know, having him leave this planet, but I'm not. And I wasn't because I had this practice Mm -hmm. because I could say, wow, I learned presence. Wow. I got to, I got to sit there with my father and hear his last heartbeat. What a gift. What an amazing thing, but it took practicing to get there. So that's why I love what we're doing because I think if we can help someone not suffer yeah, and see this magic of everything, that's, that's why I'm in it. I'm in it yeah. for that, mm-hmm. you know, help them not suffer and also be with them in their suffering mm. because we're going to suffer, you know, yeah. and there will be suffering and yeah, always. And so inevitable. It's, it's part of the, the earth school as they call mm. it. Right. So we get, you know, we get to be, in it with people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and hold the light when they can't. I think that that's part yeah. of what our role is, is. And the community that you've created through well, so, you know, also holds a light for one another and makes space for, 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 for everybody. Right. Because there, there's now a force that's beyond, oh, you know, just is. the it's two a, of it's you its own energy. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, it is amazing. We are, we are blown away every single mm-hmm. workshop that we have. We can't, we, we, we walk, we, we don't know what we're getting into when we walk in the door. I mean, we get, <laughs> we have a sense, you know, we'll start to pick up uh, themes intuitively before yeah. we get there. We start to feel it in our body and we start mm-hmm. to feel people's pain because we're both empaths. Mm-hmm. Um, she has better energetic boundaries than I do. So I feel it all in every, you know, area of my body. Right. Um, but it just guides me to recognizing where the work lies and what the, what the material is that's potentially going to be surfacing. And so we do have a sense before we go in, but then it's just like, it's magic what happens. It really is. And it's also amazing. The topic of community comes up a lot in conversations on here because I think, and I, I mean, I speak to women on this show. It's, it's true for men as well, but we're all feeling that, that need, that deep yearning need to be connected to mm. groups around us, our peers. And I think we, we live in a society that has us disconnected from you know, from a lot of communities and, and it's a, establishing those links is, is so mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is something so powerful about being part of an experience like Wellsoul with a group of individuals who are all dedicated to their growth, right? And who yeah. are all there doing the work together. So you create bonds that, you know, are for life after that, I believe. Yeah, there's a lot of friendships that have forged through the program. And, you know, we see people off doing things together out in the world. And it's just, it's super fun to see how, you know, and that's all about frequency. It's like mm-hmm. people are connecting at a certain frequency and they're able to, to hang there um, mm-hmm. and, and stay connected. And, and so 
the community has its own vibration. And Mm. if you can vibe at that frequency, you can be a part of it. There's nothing exclusive about it. And if you can't, you won't be (laughs) like it's, and then that's not like a, you know, a negative thing. It's just Mm -hmm. that we're all vibrating at different frequencies and Wilson definitely has its own, its own frequency. It's, it's a, it's an elect, we're all electromagnetic beings. So, you know, we're going to find connection where we find it and that's terrific. And if we don't find it, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. It's just, we don't have to judge it when we don't find it in a certain location. Right. I think we sometimes think that if we're not don't feel a part of a community or we don't, you know, and this Mm. is probably a conversation for another time so we can shelf it, but there's a lot of that in the world, right? When we're talking about inclusivity and all of that stuff, like there's also just the reality of energy and Mm. certain frequencies, you know, coming together by, you know, people, people coming together based on, based on the energy that they're holding. Mm. And there's, and, and that's, I think how really solid communities are, are forged Mm. is through, honoring that mm-hmm. right yeah no, it, it's it's kind of cool when you if you can stop and say i don't need because i don't connect doesn't mean that there's something wrong mm-hmm. or something right if i do connect it just means it's just what it is it is yeah. <laughs> and this is my dad had this he has a little sign in his uh tv room that says it is what it is and i thought you know, I just looked at that like, oh, that's a way of being, you know, kind of cavalier or, you know, but no, it's really pretty <laughs> profound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you looks, go a few layers down. Yeah. Down it, yeah, know, that's well, actually well, true. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and this is, you know, it's fun. It's funny when you, you begin to, to realize that it is exactly just what it is. And I, i good with it or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into it or I'm not doesn't mm-hmm. matter and you know what you don't have to be for me to like you either mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. have to be think the same way look the same way be the same way for me at all matter of fact when you have agency over your energy you feel comfortable around all different mm-hmm. wavelengths because it's not going to change who you are I think we get uncomfortable because we're we don't feel solid enough in our own boundary yeah. have a strong enough central compass yeah we don't want to be around difference because we're afraid that it will change us because right. we don't have enough agency we're not present enough yeah i think know. that's i think that's key i mean if you want to cultivate healthy relationships stay center right, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. don't try to figure out how to please them don't yeah. try to figure out what they want from you or what right or right it's like the the people are most attracted to people that have agency, like she said, over their own energy field mm-hmm. and can stay in integrity and aren't, they don't, you know, they, they aren't going to compromise that for, mm-hmm. and that's part of what the kind of mission of well soul is, is how do we cultivate that? And it's not, yeah. it's not always easy. Trauma has a huge effect on knocking us out of our bodies and off out of center and, and, you know, activating all the fear and, and muck that keeps us mm-hmm. from, from having that agency, but, mm-hmm. um, so there's work to be done, but ultimately that is the goal mm-hmm. is, is helping people cultivate that agency. Mm. Well, on this note, we will include links to Wellsoul's website and your social. So we invite everybody to follow and 
contact you if they have any questions. And thank, thank you, you so much, Casey and Jackie, for this conversation. And thank you for this wonderful practice platform that you've created for the world and this wonderful community that has come uh, out of it. It's a, it's a pleasure and an honor to be part of it. And I'm grateful for all your all your work making this happen. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Brennis Female Podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you to our editor, Isabel Morris, and our editorial manager, Mackie Domingo. Thank you to TD Women and Enterprise for their support of The Brand is Female. You've got it in you to succeed. Let TD help guide you. Visit thebrandisfemale.com to learn more. 